0: Are locked on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome on in on a Monday edition of the show. A big weekend to catch you up on. Big news in the BYU basketball world with the eligibility being granted to Arizona transfer Alex Barcelo. We'll talk about that as well as some of the tidbits I picked up from BYU's closed scrimmage against Cal this past weekend. We'll also catch you up on the BYU football front as well as every other BYU sports team from this past weekend today's show brought to you by our title sponsor deseret first credit union can't thank them enough for their continued support of the podcast we'll also catch you up on what our good friends at roman and all guard pest control are offering our listeners as well all right with that out of the way let's get to it this is locked on cougars for october 28th 2019 What's up, guys? I'm Jay catch your host here on Lockdown Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. Let's kick off today's podcast and talk some BYU basketball news. How about that? Let's start off with the news coming out that BYU transfer guard... Alex Barcelo has been granted immediate eligibility and received his waiver from the NCAA and is immediately eligible to play for the Cougars this upcoming season. I think this is a great development for the Cougars. Uh this is a guy who can definitely play. He played in the Pac-12 for Arizona, one of the top programs in that league and comes off a big prep career as well. He appeared in 51 games, only averaged 2.9 points, and it totaled 48 rebounds, 35 assists, and 13 steals during his time as a Wildcat. Uh, that, so, there, the hope is with Alex Barcelo, he comes into BYU and he can get untracked offensively because like I said he's a guy who comes off a prep career where he was one of the top prospects in the country was expected to go to Arizona and have a bigger impact than he did well the hope is that he comes in to BYU and is able to start scoring at the clip I think a lot of people expected him to do he's a two time Arizona Gatorade player of the year in 2015 and 2017 he was in the ESPN top 100 for the class of 2017 the number two recruit in the state of Arizona, so had all the plaudits that you would want to see from a top-level guy, and there's a reason why Arizona wanted to sign him. It hasn't worked out for whatever reason down there in Tucson for Alex Barcelo, but now that he's at BYU, the hope is that he can team with guys like TJ Hawes and Jake Toulson, get himself on track offensively, and contribute to the Cougars in a big way. There uh, was some thought that maybe um, him not getting this waiver this year actually wouldn't be a bad thing for him. he could come in and work on his game. And then when T.J. Haas and the rest of the senior group that BYU has graduating, there are seven seniors on this BYU basketball program. The hope was that Alex Barcelo maybe comes off of that uh redshirt year, takes over the starting point guard position and kind of leads BYU. As it stands though, I think BYU can use every body they can muster, especially with the injury to Gavin Baxter, as well as the nine-game suspension to Yoli Childs. So, his being eligible, speaking of Alex Barcelo here, I think is a fantastic development for the BYU basketball program. I think it makes them much deeper. He has, like I said, all the plot that's coming in that he should be able to contribute offensively to BYU. Uh, In theory, he should also come in and find playing against West Coast Conference competition, etc., much easier than playing against Pac 12 competition. I know that. Not necessarily what you want to hear as a BYU fan, but it's the truth. Is it's the Power Five level versus a G five, a mid major level, and there's nothing wrong with a guy like Alex Barcelo coming in and having a better career in a BYU uniform in two years than he did in two years at Arizona. So I think this is a great development for the Cougars as a basketball program. It's a tip of the cap to Mark Pope and his staff for recruiting Barcelo and now getting him eligible. The interesting part now will be to see if Richard Harwood a uh, big man transfer from UVU gets his waiver, um, I guess, uh, granted from the NCAA. Wyatt Lowell, if you guys didn't know this, Wyatt Lowell, who was the other big man, this, uh, four, the shooting four big from UVU who transferred over from UVU to BYU with Mark Pope making the move from UVU to the Cougars. Well, he did not apply for the waiver. So BYU is only waiting on one more waiver, and that is for Richard Harward. I think that Richard Harward is a much more critical piece if they can get him eligible immediately because of the front court depth issues that BYU has on paper right now. Getting a guy like Harward eligible, who's not necessarily a huge offensive threat, but is a solid rebounder, defender, etc., a rim protector, that would be a big-time development for the Cougars. We'll have to sit back and wait on that. I have my doubts that it gets granted. I'm surprised that Harward applied for a waiver while Wyatt Lowell decided not to and will sit out this upcoming season. I'm not sure what Lowell's reasoning was, but he has not applied for that waiver, so he will be sitting out this upcoming year as a red shirt and will rejoin the program and be eligible next season. So there you go, some of the updates on BYU transfers, etc. But congratulations, Alex Barcelo, immediately eligible as a fantastic development. If you're a BYU football, uh, not BYU football, BYU basketball fan, well, if you're a BYU football fan, I'm assuming you're a BYU basketball fan, and all the same, I think it's a fantastic development. One other note for, before we go and talk some BYU. BYU football here in just a moment is that BYU had their closed scrimmage against Cal this past weekend. I talked with an individual who was in attendance at the game. He didn't uh, remember what the final score was, but he said that the two players who led BYU in scoring in this game were Jake Toulson, the senior uh, graduate transfer from UVU, who you would expect, and Alex Barcelo, two of the leading scorers for BYU in this game. That should show you that Barcelo, like we just talked about, is coming and he's able to score more often, have more opportunities opportunities it appears with the Cougars than he did at Arizona and that's a fantastic development but BYU handily took care of Cal according to the person I talked about talked to about that closed scrimmage of course the media is not allowed to observe uh, the the closed scrimmages between these two teams stats are not um, authorized to be released by the programs as well so I Good showing for BYU. Mark Fox, the former Georgia coach, a guy that uh, helped Mark Pope launch his coaching career at Georgia way back when, was is new is the new head coach at Cal, and that's kind of how that game came together. But BYU handily wins the game. Cal's very down right now, so it's not all that surprising the BYU took care of business in that closed scrimmage. All right, so there you go, all the news and notes from BYU basketball from this past weekend. Of course, we'll keep you up to date with the season approaching. I believe uh, the Cougars are playing UT. Tyler this coming weekend in their other exhibition game that one will be at the Marriott Center uh, UT Tyler of course a lower level program and fans you can get out and enjoy that watch the Cougars play against the lower level team before they kick off the season next Tuesday. Alright, we'll talk some BYU football here in a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to take a minute and talk to you today about our title sponsor on the podcast, and that is our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. Deseret First Credit Union wants to help you guys out with your home loan situation. Right now, rates in terms of interest rates are sitting in the low threes, near historic lows, and it's a fantastic time to consider refinancing your mortgage to save yourself some money. Deseret First Credit Union offers all kinds of options when it comes to their home loan experts. They have no cost refinancing that doesn't cost you anything up front and with rates still low, like I just mentioned, it's a great time to refinance and get yourself locked into that low rate and save yourself potentially up to hundreds of dollars a month. Think about that, guys. Hundreds of dollars a month right back into your pocket. Think of all the things you could do with extra money back in your pocket is a fantastic option. I would encourage you guys to check it out and see if it's the right option for you. Call the Desert Deseret First Credit Union Mortgage Team 801-456-7070 to find out more about what they're offering. They'd be happy to help you guys out. Let them know that Locked On Cougars and J Catch sent you. Love to make sure you're taken care of and save yourself some money. Keep that pocketbook nice and fat and happy. Once again, you also can visit dfcu.com to apply in five minutes or less as well. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply equal housing lender. All right, guys, we'll get back to locked on cougars here in just a moment, but I do need to talk to you today about our good friends at Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, obviously. It makes a lot of people uncomfortable. A lot of people who deal with it, they're just brushing it off, saying, hey, I've had a long day at work. I'm tired. You have all kinds of excuses, but with Roman, it is easy to talk about it and get it taken care of. With a real doctor who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet working with Roman. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation. And ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your own home the doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan for you if medication is appropriate roman ships it to you with two free oh, sorry free two-day shipping excuse me the whole process is straightforward simple and discreet getting started is simple just go to getromancom locked and complete your online visit erectile dysfunction used to be ta- hard to tackle but now there's roman get that online visit today and connect with the doctor and take care of it just go to get com slash locked to get a free online visit and that free two-day shipping, guys. That's GetRoman.com slash locked for a free visit to get yourself started. GetRoman.com slash locked. All right, guys, let's talk some BYU football now. Of course, the Cougars are headed to Utah State this coming Saturday, 8 o'clock Mountain Time kickoff scheduled on ESPN 2 against the Aggies the Aggies come off just an absolutely stunning loss at the Air Force Academy they could not stop the run they allowed uh, the the cadets, the Falcons to control the clock 45 minutes of time of possession for Air Force in this game as they blow out Utah State 31-7 the Aggies gave up 448 yards rushing in this game to Air Force so looking at it you're like okay well Utah Utah State obviously on a low now, 4-3 and three on the season. They're 3-1 and one in Mountain West Conference play, but man, was it a weird game to see Utah State get handled so thoroughly by Air Force? I think it legitimizes Air Force in many people's eyes, but BYU now faces off against what is obviously going to be an upset Utah State team in this in-state rivalry game, the battle for the old wagon wheel. The interesting part about this is, of course, the early lines came out yesterday for college football games and BYU opened up as a six and a half point underdog. It dropped about six points, but BYU being picked as about a touchdown underdog going up to Logan. This is a game that the football percentages index from ESPN has about a 50-50 proposition for the Cougars to win this game. Uh, The FPI overall, if you look at it, and I know that um, the guys over at College Sports Insider mentioned this in an article they did as well. It's a fantastic article. BYU right now, in terms of their probability to run the table and win out, so win the next five games, uh, that would put them at 8-4, and four, obviously. The probability of that is 20% right now. BYU is favored by 95% or more in three of their next five games. Of course, those games are against Liberty, Idaho State, and UMass all in a row after this Utah State game. The Utah State game is about a 50-50 proposition, as is the San Diego State game in the season finale on Thanksgiving weekend. So I think the Cougars, if you get to 7-5, you make it an 8-5 season with a bowl win, hopefully. That's a good season overall, considering what we were looking at just a couple of weeks Ago, but it's a big opportunity this week for Kalani Sitake and his team to go and beat an in-state rival, get to two and one against their rivals, and that's the biggest thing about it. Is you look at it, and it should be an opportunity for Kalani Sitake to finally have a winning record against his rivals for the first time in his tenure as BYU head coach. Obviously, the bye week for BYU beneficial for a lot of guys who got injured, etc. And that's the interesting part is that it looks like Jaron Hall should be on track to be cleared, have the green light to go, and who will the BYU coaching staff decide to start at quarterback? I would venture to say that I, I would okay, I guess I should say venture to say I would say that I'm I would be surprised if they picked Baylor Romney. And I don't it's nothing against Baylor, don't get me wrong. Baylor had a fantastic showing and obviously beat a top 15 team in Boise State. There is nothing to denigrate him for. I just know that there was a reason he was the third string quarterback in-fall camp, coming out of the off-season, etc., and there's a reason why BYU feels more comfortable with Jaron Hall. So barring Jaron Hall having a relapse of concussion-like symptoms I would guess that he is your starting quarterback, but if he's ineffective, I can guarantee you this. The BYU coaching staff will not hesitate to put Baylor Romney into that game against Utah State and give him his opportunity. But I do think the starter and everything I've heard is that uh, Jaron Hall is trending the right way and should be cleared to go. Along the offensive line, four regular starters missed the game. Against, um, against Boise State obviously. One was a season-ending injury. If, I, if this hasn't been reported I'm letting you guys know now. But that is Thomas Schof. His BYU career comes to an end after he suffered an ACL tear in that game at South Florida and it's just unfortunate because he's been a loyal soldier for the BYU football program and we wish him nothing but the best going forward. The good news is that it sounds like Tristan Hodge and Keanu Saliapaga are trending in the right direction and are hopefully going to be cleared to play in this game and that would bring back your starting right side of your offensive line that had started together through the first four or five games of the season before Tristan Hodge and then Salia Paga got hurt so looks like BYU coming along here Harris Lachance I think trending the right way as well he got married this past weekend we should say congratulations to him and his new bride uh, Grace I believe is her name congratulations to the Lachances on their marriage and a lot of players were obviously spent the bye week celebrating that he had his wedding this past weekend and congratulations to him but BYU now goes to Utah State this weekend with everything staring them in the face and the opportunity to recollect a lot of momentum that they lost with the two losses to Toledo as well as South Florida. They picked up a big win, upsetting Boise State was a massive, massive result for the Cougars. You can't allow that momentum to slip here and lose for a third straight season to Utah State. It would just take a lot of the wind out of the cells of these players, and they absolutely need to make sure that they take care of business if at all possible. It sounds like guys are trending in the right direction to get healthy for this game, and that should help the Cougars out. The interesting part is uh, we'll talk about this more in depth is that Utah State just gave up 450 yards on offense I wonder how BYU will decide to attack the Aggies this week because right now and this is a crazy thing I looked up this past weekend Tyson Williams obviously suffered a season-ending knee injury in the fourth game of the season against Washington. He's actually still BYU's leading rusher on the season. The Cougars have had a lot of guys carry the ball uh, this season. Obviously, they've rushed for just over 800 yards as a team. But three games after he was lost, three full games after he was lost to a season-ending injury, Tyson Williams still remains your star, your leading running back leading rusher on the season it's kind of crazy there but it'll be interesting to see how the Cougars decide to attack Utah State I think the ground and pound method really control the clock like Air Force just showed you Utah State can be beat up and just be kept off the field I think that is BYU's best bet to win this game we'll break that more down in depth as the week progresses hopefully have Scott Gerrard my boss at the Zone Sports Network also the play-by-play voice for the Utah State Aggies on the the show to talk about what USU is going to uh, feature as they take on the Cougars this week so exciting week ahead as BYU gets back to action this week there's no more bye weeks this this season for the next full month we'll be into November by the end of this month which is crazy to think about we've got five games BYU making the stretch run of their season here looking to recapture some of that momentum and it starts this week in Logan. All right, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to talk to you about one of our great sponsors and great friends in All Guard Pest Control, guys. They're a local company based right here in Utah and capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. You have pest control issues, they'll take care of you. But the one thing I love about these guys, they're not going to knock on your door and bug you. They offer two unique service packages to our listeners. They have a quarterly pest control program, which is awesome for people who don't ever want to see a pest and have peace of mind knowing no creepy crawly thing is going to come crawling out from under a box, et cetera, when you move it. They'll come out every three months. Make sure you're taking care for that season's hot spots in terms of what bugs are the biggest threats to your home, et cetera. But they also offer one-time services. If you know you need one thing taken care of one time, they'll come out and treat it, and they're not going to make you sign a contract that requires them to come back out. They'll take care of you the one time, and then they'll leave you be. That's what I love about Seth Baird and his team. Not to mention, they're huge BYU fans to boot. They are a great company, local company. They use the safest products in the industry, so you can know that you have the peace of mind knowing they're safe around your family and your pets. Their online reviews are absolutely awesome, guys. Go online, check them out. All Guard Pest Control. Their online reviews are five stars up and down the board. They do a great job making sure that their customers are taken care of. Give them a call. Let them know that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. Call them 801 851 1812 or you can check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. Fantastic friends of Locked on Cougars is All Guard Pest Control and can't recommend them highly enough. Check them out, All Guard Pest Controls, 801-851-1812 or check them out at allguardpestcontrols.com. It was a busy weekend in BYU sports outside of football and basketball, as we already recapped a lot of the news for you in those two sports. Catching up on everything else going on with the Cougars, let's start off in the Smith Fieldhouse. Of course, BYU women's volleyball ranked 12th in the country. They swept Pepperdine in three sets, 25-21, 25-15, 29-27, to win the game at Pepperdine. Excuse me, they weren't at the Smith House. This is a game in Malibu against the Waves, but a big-time road win for the Cougars. As they improve to eighteen and three, nine and one in conference play, senior McKenna Miller had eighteen kills, hitting four fifty-two in the game in the match with two aces. Madeline Robinson added sixteen kills and seven digs, while Heather Knighting had eleven kills and a five eighty-eight hitting percentage with three blocks for the Cougars in the win. So fantastic showing a road sweep is always how you want to go about it for the Cougars. They're back home in Provo this weekend, taking on Saint Mary's Halloween night at seven o'clock Mountain Time on BYU TV's. Dig- Channels before hosting Pacific on Saturday. That'll be in the afternoon on BYU TV. But if you're looking for something to do on Halloween night after you're done with trick or treating, etc., a lot of kids past 7 o'clock. They seem to be done. At least my kids seem to be that way. You can call it a night and go watch some BYU volleyball. It's a big opportunity for you to do that. Let's switch over to the women's uh, soccer program. Fourth ranked team in the country. One of only two teams unbeaten on the year. They beat San Diego 3-1 Saturday night at Southfield. Big congratulations to Jennifer Rockwood's team. They're now 15-0 and 1 this season. 5-0 and 1 in West Coast Conference play. Absolutely rocking and Roland are the Lady Cougars at Southfield. At least Flake continues to get it done for the Cougars. They will be back in action on the road this week on Saturday as they take on the San Francisco Dons. That match scheduled to start at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. It will be streamed live on the WCC network, and of course, there will be radio broadcasts on the BYU Sports Network as well, but BYU remains unbeaten. I think they're going to keep climbing in the polls, and it wouldn't surprise me if they're in the top three before too long. Congratulations once again to the Lady Cougars in that regard. The women's golf program is in action beginning today. The Rainbow, Invitational in Kapolei, Hawaii. They'll be playing today through Wednesday, one round each day. Of course, we'll update you after each day on how things go for the women's golf team. Hopefully, they have a good showing out there in the islands. One other thing that I haven't uh, been noting too much, but I want to thank the guys over at Vanquish the Foe for updating this, and I'll be happy to give Tyler Statton uh, the credit here. But the guys at Robbie McCombs and whatnot over at Vanquish the Foe, they do a great job. Well, Tyler Statton's been doing a lot of Olympic sports coverage for Vanquish the Foe. And he caught, a, caught us up on a couple of things that I wanted to mention before we go on today's podcast. Some other sports who may be off the radar a little bit. Let's start off with BYU baseball. They were in action this past weekend taking on rival Utah. We talked about that on Friday. They won the game 12-8 to 8, beating the Utes there at uh, Miller Field. Congratulations to the BYU baseball program. Big win for them over their rival a Pac-12 team in the Utes. Also, BYU rugby. BYU men's rugby, obviously a dominant program one of the best in the country. Well, they're still rocking and rolling this season. Uh, they beat Utah State 167 to nothing two Fridays ago, but then backed that up this past Saturday beating Wyoming 87 nothing. in their six matches so far this year, BYU rugby has outscored their opponents 500 to 29 absolutely dominant showings. The Cougars are back in action November 8th as they play crosstown rival UVU. Uh, David Smith, formerly the BYU head coach, was on the UVU staff before ultimately retiring recently, but UVU, one of the the better up-and-coming programs in collegiate rugby, but BYU rugby, absolutely off to a flying start and congratulations to them on their dominant showing so far this season. And then men's soccer, the last thing we'll talk about today, men's soccer is absolutely rolling in their own right. They went to Washington to complete in the compete in the NIRSA regionals. They swept the competition, winning all four games in the competition to qualify for the national tournament. BYU won all four games. I'll give you the score lines here. BYU seven, Central Washington one. BYU seven Washington State Zero. BYU ten, Montana State Zero. BYU seven, Gonzaga zero in the regional final. That is an absolutely dominant showing. BYU outscored the other four teams 31-1. They're on to the nationals now. Best of luck to the men's soccer program as they compete for a national title. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the show. But thanks again for joining us. We're back all week long getting you ready for Utah State, obviously, this Saturday, as well as keeping you up to date on everything in BYU sports. We are brought to you by our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control and S. At Roman. Fantastic sponsors of this podcast please follow the show on social media facebook instagram and twitter at locked on cougars you can follow my personal twitter feed at jacob c hatch and of course if you'd like to drop the show a note via email please do do so by emailing us at locked on BYU at gmail.com enjoy whatever's left of your monday when you're listening to this we'll talk to you tomorrow on a tuesday edition of the show thanks again for joining us this has been locked on cougars for october 28th 2019